0: Listening to the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast.
1: a rager for america
0: that's what i'm talking about
1: yeah you know i had to hit it up what's up garage fam we're back for episode 85 of the garage guys fancy sports podcast uh this is a pool cast pool cast uh you can hear the crickets our friends the crickets are back with us uh it's a uh, longest running guest we've probably had they, 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 they never shut the fuck up Mm-mm. No, they, they have to keep going. Like they always have something to say. Um, I've heard from some of the listeners, some of the garage fam out there. They they've been like, you know, like uh, some of the episodes. Like at first, it's kind of like annoying, but then like it just becomes like really good background music, you know. And it's just like it is what it is. So, you know, we don't do pullcasts often. Um, this summertime. It's hot dog season. I launched that. Uh, launched that today on Twitter. I made that known. I went outside of a racetrack. They they made me button up my shirt when I went in the store. How did that make you feel? Oh, dude, I felt like fucking Rico Suave today.
0: I'm talking about when it made you button it up, but okay.
1: Oh, well, they made <laughs> me button it up. I was just like that. My ch- the chest hair was too much for them. They couldn't they do it. Handle it. it huh? It's a lot of man, dude. It's a lot yeah. of man on this chest. But yeah, I uh, you know I, I did the hot dog season video. Had to announce it. it, it I mean, it's the Fourth of July. I mean, today's July the fifth, but it's still Fourth of July weekend. Um, but a uh, great Fourth. Always great celebrating our uh, our country, red, white, and blue, because the colors don't run, you know what I'm saying? So there's always that, fly it high, live life, live it proud. Um, new intro, we got a new intro on the show, uh, Marshmallows uh, Joytime 3 drop, Jordan text me at like, what was it, like 12.01.
0: 12:01 a.m. It I came was out bed. for us at at our midnight, which I really hate that fact. Just every time some music comes out, it it, it comes out late for for me. Like because yeah. it goes by. Time, like I don't think it should go by time How? zone because it goes by time zone on like Spotify. Well normally it goes like Eastern time. Like it that's go, no, it like don't. The it don't because like every time I got the notification at 12 a.m. that Time Three had come out. And I went to Twitter a couple of minutes later, and everybody else's tweet was from an hour before. Oh shit! Yes. So every so you, time we, so did it was something, probably there, but you got the notification late. No, I don't think it was there, because like because it doesn't send out the notification. I was I was on Spotify for like two hours. Like that was what I was I was I was on my phone on Spotify listening to music, oh, and shit. like at twelve o'clock is whenever I got the notification. And another thing about Spotify is it only gives you notification if you're on the app. I think that's pretty stupid. Oh shit! We got some shit going on.
1: You hear that, guys? There's some sirens out here.
0: Oh, no, sirens! That was an animal, bro. That
1: was an animal. That was an animal. I thought that was sirens. No, I think that was an animal. I would have, I would have way rather it been sirens. So there's like some kind of like uh, Fourth of July monster. Maybe, on the maybe list. it's a
0: Demogorgon. the Demogorgon. Shit, dude! <laughs>
1: Stranger Things dropped. Yep. Yeah, it's we're not gonna than... do a Netflix show of the week, but definitely you gotta check out Stranger Things to to the season three. Oh, shit, so you binged. Yeah. I haven't even started. Yeah, I'm going to finish it tonight. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah, don't even tell me. Don't even tell me. Oh, I'm not. Just get ready. Okay, uh, I'm going to be Just prepared. Get ready. I'm going to be him, prepared. Man. I'm ready for it. Stranger Things is always great. Um, but, yeah, so today was pretty cool. I uh, We went to a parade earlier this morning, did the 4th of July parade deal. And, uh, and then today... Uh, A couple nights ago, I got a text from our good pal Howard Bender from uh, the Fantasy Alarm Show on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio, and he invited me to partake in the Independence Day Invitational, 4th Annual. So I was pretty stoked about it. Um, it was a two-tight end league which was different. Yeah. Um I uh, I didn't talk about it much on the radio today. I don't know if that should be a thing. It dude, I'm going to tell you like I drafted from the 5th round and like before I even got I haven't mocked in the 5th like all year long. So like an hour and a half before the draft, I got it in a mock on Sleeper and I got in the 5th. I made it I was like I was like, "Hey guys, look, I I can join in, but I need that 5th spot." And they were just like, "Huh?" I was like, "Come on, I, I got something really important coming up." I was like, "I know, I don't know y'all." I said, "But I'll, I'll give y'all something." Like they were like, "Chase I, always I got smooth, you. talking himself in." I it. had to <laughs> finesse my way to the fifth spot, so I get the fifth spot. We started draft. Everything smooth, you know. I got like Melvin Gordon. You know, he was pretty much the one that was following me in the fifth. But and that's the that was my first pick in the uh, Independence Day Invitational draft as well. But yeah, the two tight end leagues, man. Like like I started seeing like it was. It really – I'm not going to lie. It threw me the fuck off because, like, in, like, the fifth round, like, you know, they they start – you start seeing, like, all, like, the mid-tier guys go off the board. Like, Jared Cook went in, like, the fourth or the fifth, I think. And that's who I was going after. But I got Kittle in the second round because Ertz had just went and I said, fuck, if I don't go ahead and get a tight end now, it's fucking done. Well, is that
0: that their kind of basis on having a two-tight end league is – they, kind of shaking up the draft. Well, that for one,
1: and then like they're doing away with defenses and kickers because we're seeing a lot of people now, and I mean a lot of people listening to the show, a lot of people that just play fantasy sports. I still think in IDP
0: is better than getting rid of defenses.
1: I don't know, man. Like I, I've I've done one IDP league, and like I'm just not hundred percent sold on it yet. You know what I mean? Like I just like sticking to the offense for now, but but like, it's players, yeah, shakes up the draft. It, it is that. It adds add, a little bit more competition. It adds some flavor. I feel yeah. like it doesn't really shake up the draft,
0: but it adds flavor. I think some it does. Flavor. It will, because same thing. Well, like when later it, rounds, like when do you go for these defenses? Exactly. Okay, yeah. Exactly. I see you. Same I thing see with tight boring. ends. Like how tight ends were going earlier, and you're getting late in like a fifth round, you're talking Jared Cook going off. Like, that's unheard of in a single tight end league.
1: Yeah. So, like, it was just, it was really off, man. And, like, I guess I just wasn't, like, 100% ready, but, like, my, my team ended up okay. Like, I got Russell Wilson. I got Cooper Cup. I got Amari Cooper, Tyler Lockett. Um, I have Royce Freeman. I have Melvin Gordon. Um, I got Carlos Hyde in the flex. I did draft Kareem Hunt, and uh, and then I had George Kittle, and then T.J. Hawkinson. And if you listened to Sirius XM Fantasy Sports yesterday um, on on Fourth of July. You heard Howard question me about taking a rookie tight end, and the reason that I did that is just because, like, yeah, a lot of people are like, okay, like, you'd never take a rookie tight end. I feel like there's just such a good tight end class this year that, like, that that whole entire um, statement can just be changed. Like we, like, cause I really think TJ Hawkinson is gonna play a very big role in that offense. And I didn't get to talk about it a hundred percent. Like I talked a little bit about it because I know there was like some time constrictions trying to get as many people as he could from the draft on the show. But like going a little bit deeper into it, I mean,
0: like who you got you got what
1: Kenny Galladay, I would have Ma- Marvin Jones. I would have um, hit
0: him more so with the it's twenty nineteen, and you're you're having a two tight end league. Yeah, well, yeah but you know <laughs> what, rookie rookie tight ends are gonna make a difference. Yeah, I mean yeah, that, that. I would have been. I don't think, been. I
1: just think that there hasn't been like some like stupid like it, like a group of stupid impressive tight ends. And this year, what is it? T.J. Hawkinson, uh, Noah Font coming up. Irv Smith. Like, I mean, that's that's three big boys right well, think there. Think about
0: think about last year. Like, how many tight ends end up getting injured? Yeah, like, it was just a shit show. A, I, I don't know. Two tight end league sounds well, very tough.
1: It in like like I said, like the, the, just the draft itself. I got a little thrown off, and like, you know, towards the end of the draft, it didn't really go the way that I wanted it to go. And a lot of the guys that I was looking at, like, because I was thinking, like, you know, hey, like, like Chris Herndon was one of the guys I wanted to be one of my tight ends. And I was like, okay, I can get this. Howard ended up getting him, like, on the round. Like, I had him, I had him, like, uh, had him queed up. Had him queed up. And, uh, and, and I had him, and I was just waiting, and then, bam, he's gone. And I'm like, shit, like, now what do I do? And then, so, I mean, what am I going to do? Like, I mean, I see TJ Hawkinson there, and I'm like, he's one of the only really great ones on the board that I think that's going to have a sure shot at having a great year. He's going to be like Jesse James is backing him up. I don't think Jesse James is going to be the starting tight end. And it's like I said on the show, I was talking about Matt Patricia. He wants. I, I feel like he's really like a little copycat Bill Belichick, and he's trying
0: to Well, Everybody the wants to copycat Bill Belichick. Yeah, Patriots. but I feel it's like hard he's to copycat Gronk. That's that's the thing. yeah,
1: that is. But if you're going to do it, I mean, like we've seen so much success out of Iowa with the tight end position. I mean. So I mean, TJ Hawkinson, why not? I feel like yeah. TJ Hawkinson goes over Noah Font. Even you got to take I'll a risk in tight end league, too. Yeah, you do.
0: So how many did you draft? Um, I, draf- I
1: drafted three, and I actually grabbed two rookie tight ends. I got Irv Smith too. Yeah, backing
0: up. that's. And did y'all like? Did he add an extra bench spot?
1: We had we had six bench spots. It literally, like it was the extra tight end and then an extra flex that covered the kicker and the defense. And that's exactly the way it was laid out. So two flexes, two tight ends. Yeah, and then three wide receivers, two running backs. Man, you're screwed if any tight end gets hurt. Yeah, well, you're screwed. Yeah, you're gonna have like, to drop
0: somebody that you plan on putting in the in your extra flex spot
1: to pick up yeah. somebody to have. I mean, somebody it in makes there. it it makes it tight, dude. It makes yeah. it tight. But it's gonna be fun. There's a lot of great great people in that draft. Just to shout everybody out: uh, Howard Bender's the commissioner, Mike Dempsey, Bob Harris, Chris Meaney. Uh, we got Mick Chalella. Uh, Bob Lung, we got Ken Zales, Erica Michelle, Dave Lofman, Jonathan Mpeva, and John Loud. I feel like you butchered his name. Probably. <laughs> I mean, like I just, I just I'll like about the Chalala. Oh no, no, no! I, I would have murdered it if I wouldn't have like literally like listened to his name. Oh, you heard it? Okay. I heard it. Yeah, so I heard it again? today while I was listening. Say it's a it, uh, Mike Chalala. Chalala, but it's spelled C I A L L E L A. He's with he's fan that's Pretty epic. Yeah, that's that's straight yeah. Italian, man. That's straight like hair on the chest, gold chain, like, poly sitting in the you don't corner be like, whispering hey,
0: shit. Hey, my boy Chalala coming.
1: I'm like <laughs> Bro, I don't know if I wanna stay here if he's coming. He sounds <laughs> I might I might invite invite him to Coachella, just so I can say Coachella Chalala. Well,
0: I'm going to Coachella yeah. with
1: Cellola. Coachella Chalala, baby. Hey, Mike, if you're listening, we'll go to Coachella, man. Somebody can have a song out like of that. Oh, for sure. Probably me. We'll freestyle it. We'll do it big. We got all the equipment. Might hear as well. That, you hear that in America? That's America right there. That's why we did the pool cast because we knew the fireworks were gonna be popping. It's America. So yeah. So obviously, right now it's still the Fourth of July, but you're listening to this on the fifth. So it is what it is. But yeah, it was a it was a great draft. Very different. I'm gonna learn a lot. Um, and I couldn't have asked to to been a, with a greater group of people. And it's just always a pleasure uh, for you know to to play with you know these these experts and just kind of like up in my game and like you know really just trying to like you know, challenge myself to get better and better every year. So big shout out to Howard Bender for inviting me and, uh, for having me on Sirius XM today. It was pretty dope. Um, and so with that being said, our, uh, it's July. And last year we did a group of positional podcasts. Um, we kind of jumped straight into it last year, but we can add some stuff here and there and, uh, and do what we do. But, uh, yeah, we, uh, it's a running back episode. It's a running back episode. Before we do get into the running back episode, I do want to say shout out to Rotoballer. podcast is brought to you by Rotoballer. You can go to rotoballer.com right now. Uh, get ready for fantasy football season. Also, be sure to check out the fantasy NASCAR premium content by me, Scott Engel, Sean Engel, and Dan Dovish. You can use promo code GARAGE to save 10% On your subscription so get over there and check that out right now so let's make no mistake Saquon Barkley is the first overall pick that should be off of every
0: draft board preferably do you agree no okay I believe that it is a preference between the three I am confident in Saquon's ability But considering Saquon's team and along with Christian McCaffrey and Alvin Kamara's teams, Mm -hmm. I would rather pick Christian McCaffrey or Alvin Kamara. I should rephrase the question. On paper, shouldn't he be the first person off the board? Even on paper, this guy had, let's see, 200 – and sixty-one attempts. All right, last year. Do you think that number is going to go up or down?
1: I mean, obviously, like okay. So just to clear the the air with Saquon, like I feel like he's going to be overworked to the point to where he could possibly get injured bad. <laughs> yeah,
0: and, and and like he might look. I'm I'm hoping that sake. Well, I'm not going to draft him, so I'm not really hoping. But I'm hoping, you know, for being a good human's sake. So if I'm hoping if that fr- he makes it the whole season yeah. without getting hurt. I think we both All know right? who
1: we're going to draft like first off the board. Like, me if, and I, you, yeah, if I was, much, if I, was I, first, I already know who I'm going for.
0: Yeah, for. It, well, and, and Christian McCaffrey's talking to me a little bit more. Yeah. Than the last, he, he's, he does look appealing, man. Yeah.
1: And so I mean, like, like okay, so like just. In the first five rounds, like I mean, it's it's your easy your easy money picks, in my opinion. Saquon, just pray they don't get hurt. <laughs> yeah, like all
0: you can really do. And yeah, but I mean, it could three, anyone who's going to get
1: used the most. Well, no, I'm just saying top
0: five. They easy might all. Out the bag. I might be completely wrong though, because all three of them might get used the most. So all right, so we're talking right, about top so, three. Well, I'm I'm just I'm just saying whenever I'm talking about, you know, now thinking about Christian McCaffrey and Alvin Kamara, they. So now they're not going to using this Saquon.
1: So. My my top three, like personally, my top three is gonna be like Alvin Kamara, Christian Ka- McCaffrey, Saquon
0: Barkley. Yeah, and it's tough to say that, and like, you know how like uh, people come at you whenever you don't go with the norm, you don't go with oh fuck yeah. what whatever. Oh, well, everybody else is saying this, you know. Fuck I feel it, but, but dude, um, that's why that's what we pride ourselves in. Yeah, though. but it's a risk.
1: I mean, yeah, like I mean, if you if you listen to our show before you, like, you fucking know. You know that we do things different, and we'll straight up tell you, like, hey, we'll give you our opinion, but
0: it's not our fault if you fuck up. <laughs> yeah. I'm just worried about the overworking aspect of him, yeah. because he's all that team has.
1: Yeah, and that's what I worry about. I mean, you got, what, Sterling Shepard, Golden Tate,
0: right. Evan Ingram. I mean, there's, like, they're good, but, but it's, the ball has, has the to football? get to their hands. You yeah. have two options on who's throwing the football, and that's fucking Eli Manning or Daniel Jones. The same person. So, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Basically, the same guy. <laughs> So I mean, yeah, you
1: don't really know. I mean, like, yeah, but like on paper for me, like Saquon is the easy, you know, first overall. But it's just it, for me personally, like my gut, like I, I'm, I'm always gonna, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna lean Alvin, dude. I mean, yeah. especially now that Alvin's got Latavius Murray with him, like okay, nah, remember add more than okay. Mark Ingram did. That adds
0: I, less than Mark Mark Ingram. I, I, added. Look now,
1: now come on, listen. I'm telling you, you. Do you remember the last time Latavius Murray had a healthy offensive line when he was with the Vikings? Or was it before the Vikings?
0: Was it the Raiders? Maybe I think they had a good offensive yeah. line with uh, with the Vikings. Remember the first year he didn't year, have a full healthy season either. I think he got hurt that season or something.
1: I'm not a hundred percent sure if he got hurt, but I just remember like it was like Latavius went from like the Raiders, and then he went from the Raiders. I think it was to the Vikings. And then it was to now here with yeah. The I believe I believe that's where he went. Twenty seventeen was like Latavius's best year. So I mean, pairing him, like okay, we already know that he's he's about to get blessed with like one of the the nicest O lines in the league. So when you look back to his best year, Latavius had in two thousand seventeen, it was uh two hundred sixteen attempts for eight hundred forty two yards, um, and I think eight touchdowns. The most touchdowns he ever had, I think, it was his rookie year, which twenty sixteen, he had twelve touchdowns. So. I mean, I just I'm, – I'm excited for Latavius. I think he's going to kind of add that same element that Mark Ingram did. I think that's going to help Alvin Kamara because, I mean, that's the same situation. Like, I mean, obviously it's, it's not the same as, like, the Giants because there's actually somebody that can throw the football yeah. and there's actually people that can catch it. So, I mean, he's going to have his breaks. But, I mean, like, just to give him that little, you know, change of pace back or whatever,
0: I think Latavius, you know, he could rank up there. Um, I think Latavius needs to stay in his second position and let Alvin Kamara take care of business. And be a relief back and well, I, mean, else. I mean, He's it, not going to be what Mark Ingram was. He's not going to yeah, be. Yeah, no,
1: he's not. Uh, I, he's I won't not gonna, say that. He, he's but not going to he's going to have, Latavius is going to have some, he's going to have a little bit of spark. And, I mean, I think well, that he's, fine, I but, think he's know. like a good running back to get around, like, I don't know, later on. Who knows? Yeah. But just pairing him with Alvin, that's one thing, up from the top guys. With Christian McCaffrey um, going in, I mean, he's, like I said, he's obviously my second. He's obviously, so you're leaning more towards,
0: like, first or second for him? For Christian?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm, I'm going to say first for Christian, may I don't know. It, it, either one I'm going to be happy with. I would probably rather Alvin Kamar because I'm a Saints fan, but either one of them. And, I mean, we're pissing a lot of Cowgirls, Cowgirls fans off by saying all that with having them three at the top, 2 so. <laughs> Yeah, no, we're not even talking about Zeke yeah. right now. <laughs> and we'll
1: get to him. But, yeah, I mean, and, like, you know, Christian, he doesn't really have anybody he just got to share that with. He's kind of proved himself. And, I mean, dude last year when he was in the pro league when he was uh jake had christian and saquon that was death that was that was the kiss so, of death yeah so don't ever let somebody get that duo <laughs> just don't like that's 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 horrible should have never happened so get, get, getting outside of like the top three going to more like obviously zeke kind of falls in there so i mean like going out to talk a little bit about you know these cowboys Zeke's just coming off here. He's not gonna have to worry about any missing any play in time. He's full system to go, and I've already seen him leap up to the second pick off the board in mock drafts.
0: He needs to get his touchdown game up.
1: Yeah, you're still a little upset with him. I am, him from I am. Last and year.
0: like even last year during some first You need to, to re enlighten.
1: Enlighten the, the listeners if, if if we have new listeners this year than we had last
0: year. Saquon the... Barkley had two oh, Wait, let me get back to him. Saquon Barkley had 261 attempts for 15 touchdowns. Ezekiel Elliott had 304 attempts for eight, nine, eleven touchdowns total. Eight rushing and three passing.
1: I just remember that that episode that we did. I think it was like week five. It was uh, Brandon Marianne Lee. She was upset with me. Yeah, she was. <laughs> she was upset with she me. She was about to go on that ass, dude. She's like, what are you yeah. talking about? He's, he's
0: leading the league in rushing yards. It's was like, I'm playing PPR. Yeah. you. I'm <laughs> not I'm not playing the Russian. I'm playing PPR. I'm not yeah. playing standard. Like, give me them touchdowns. Yeah, you need the reception. It, it really wasn't happening. And he, he, he had games that were just up and down. He ended really well. But from a fantasy aspect, I need touchdowns for my number one pick. I don't know. Especially this this is where this
1: hit. is where we disagree, though. I mean, he did have seventy-seven receptions. That's, that's seventy-seven that, receptions. That's, that's fine, but he that's still a solid needs a seventy-seven touchdown.
0: added points to whatever he did. during Saquon the had ninety-one. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't.
1: Yeah. I don't. Christian McCaffrey had one hundred and seven.
0: Bro, <laughs> one hundred and seven receptions. <laughs> he had one hundred and seven yeah. fucking receptions. Yeah. What did? what did Kamara have? Eighty-one damn, yeah. Christian McCaffrey is the PPR fucking god. Yeah, so,
1: I mean, like, that's there you go, number Ryan one. Backs, you know, if you're back. playing in PPR league, you, you should be going Christian McCaffrey, number one. The stats say it. Yeah. You know, that's what the stats, stats say. Stats don't lie, right? Wow. Well, <laughs> yeah, whatever. It's all about the God. But, yeah, Um. so I, for me, that settles it. I mean, if he can repeat that or do better than that, fuck, yeah. dude. He's number one. Christian McCaffrey, you heard it here first. Uh, after that, we're going into uh, this is where around the fifth you, you start seeing like Melvin Gordon go. That's um, where you said you took him. Yeah, I took him today in the fifth there, and I mean, it, I mean he's a safe he's a safe running back one. I mean, last year what was it 175 attempts, 885 yards. He, he did have a the, small injury. At the end of the yeah, year? he did MCL I believe. So I mean, that's when like Eckler and them were coming in, but I mean he, he finished the the year with 50 receptions for 490 yards. He had four touchdowns, uh, receiving, uh, ten rushing, so I mean, 14, fourteen touchdowns in twelve touchdowns.
0: games. Hmm. Where you at, Zeke? Yeah,
1: there you go. Where Melvin at? Gordon. That's the same. I mean, if you can get Melvin Gordon in the five, I mean you did great. I mean that's you, you did your job. You got you a great, you know, running back.
0: So there's nothing wrong with that there. Um The Chargers are a good team. They have they are, a lot dude. of pieces, and I don't know if they're missing a coach. I don't, know if they're I don't think they're missing a coach because they got further than they've gotten a long time last Phillip year. Rivers Anthony is Wynn. a really good quarterback, but what are they missing?
1: I, I really feel like they're just missing a solid, another good, solid wide receiver. I mean, Keenan Allen's just getting up there. He's had a lot of injuries. I mean, I'm not a big fan. Of, I've never really been but a big fan of Keenan Allen. The
0: thing that gets me is how many – like, is this the NBA now? Like, do you have to have – Two star wide receivers, two star running backs, a Hall of Fame quarterback, and everything to win. No, the, no I mean, the game at, is just changing. All you got in New England shit. is a couple of running backs that are badass, a quarterback and really no clear, amazing, you know, wide receiver. Right. It's just it's just changing, man. Like I, th- I feel like positions are just
1: becoming hybrids. Like, you, you're... It, it's eventually going to get to a point to where it's just like every position can do a little bit of everything. So, I mean, it's just that's that's kind of where the trend's going. Players are trying to elevate their game to the highest levels to get into the league because they want to be so versatile. And that's what these see. guys see. out of college are, are doing. They're, they're getting everything
0: down. You know, I, I know this is kind of a squirrel, but I've seen something. that was like, Taysom Hill, what position do you play? And he was just like, yes.
1: Yes. <laughs> I saw that. I saw that tweet. Yes,
0: it's hilarious. Yes, <laughs> that's, it's that's true though. Block punts. I throw the football. I run the football. Score touchdowns. I catch the football. It's like Taysom yes. Hill is
1: the Swiss Army <laughs> knife of the NFL. Yeah, I heard they called that a lot. Yeah, it's just straight up. There's no, no, nothing else to it. Um, another team that is looking to be more of a single back, um, single back uh, backfield is the Green Bay Packers with Aaron Jones. So. Hype um, is real with him this year. It is. I mean, it was, it's been real with him, dude, yeah. since he broke out. I mean, like, you know, last year I feel like he was just like underused. Like, like it's just like they. It's like when you when you had like a a toy when you were a kid and like. You know, it was a great toy, and it fucking did its job. And then, like, you just saw this, this new toy or this video game or whatever, and you just threw it in the closet, and you forgot about it. And then you're like, oh, shit, yeah, that toy. Yeah. Like, but see, like, yeah, uh, Mike McCarthy got fired, so he wasn't able to be like, oh, yeah, that toy. Yeah. So now <laughs> I think it's going to be a lot different because, I mean, like, the best year Aaron Jones uh, had, I believe, was uh, was 2016. It was his rookie year. Uh, not
0: No, that wasn't his rookie year. I'm not sure. Wait, I was, don't know which one was his rookie year, but it doesn't, you know. No, no, 2017 his was his rookie that, year. We're not that great. Uh,
1: 2018, yeah. I mean, he had, what? it was uh, 728 yards, one touchdown. Oh, no, eight touchdowns rushing. Um, and then he had one touchdown receiving, what, 26 receptions. It what? It well, that was a full backfield, too. Yeah. But I think he had, he had, like, a lot of hype in 2017 when he came into the league. Because, like, just because like, I remember he was on, he was on some radio stations we had heard,
0: and he had, like, some games where he had some explosive value, he was a hot waiver pickup. And, like, something about, he straight up Eddie lacy it and lost weight, been in the weight room. Yeah. And, like, he did, the, he did what Eddie Lacy should have right. done, and, and all it, that, Maybe and then that just, part of it.
1: he just, smoked a little reefer, and then they were like, you know, did Roger Goodell did Goodell things, and fucking, yeah that's what happened, basically. So, I mean, this year, I mean, everybody's saying that Matt LaFleur is, like, really, like, heavy. Like, okay, yeah, we're going to have, like, the setback, and it's going to be him. So, Jamal Williams loses a lot of value there. So, don't be afraid to reach up and grab Aaron Jones. That's all I have to say about it. Don't be afraid to reach up there and grab him. Don't, don't be worried about what you, everyone's going to think or you being called shit because at the end of the day, it's your team. Fuck what everybody else says. Get the players you want. I think Aaron Jones uh, should have a little bit higher value than he has been valued. Uh, another team uh, we can talk about with a good run game, uh, James Conner with the Steelers. So um, he got a little banged up towards the end of last year. He's coming back in. I don't know how I feel about James Conner just yet.
0: I don't know that I'm worth uh, a risk for a first pick on him.
1: No, I mean, I definitely, he's second round material. I'd let somebody else take care of it. He's, he's early second round material. In my opinion, yeah. I mean, I get that that running backs are hot, but I mean, would you would you take James Conner over you know Nick Chubb, David Johnson, Le'Veon Bell, Joe Mixon? I would end up picking a wide receiver. Yeah, you could yeah. just roll with the wide receiver. Yeah, I would That's pick the a better pick value, the wide receiver, at, at first round for sure. Yeah. So I, I mean, so do you, are are you there with me like early second round for James Conner? I would say like like in a twelve, like mid to late. Yeah, like a twelve team. Yeah. Twelve team PPR. Yeah, I'm I'm going with second. I mean, like last year was obviously very impressive. I would rather risk impressive. on Le'Veon Bell. Okay. Yeah, me, I, I agree, 100. Um, dude, I'd I'd actually rather take David Johnson over James Conner. Um, I don't know.
0: He, he's just one of those players for me that I'm like, the only thing that injury bug, <laughs> you know, how I what, am about. He only it.
1: had like really the one injury, though. And I mean, like, at, I don't know. Like,
0: I feel like that team hurt his fucking heart last year. No,
1: the the <laughs> coaches just didn't know what the fuck they were doing, dude. It was Mickey Mouse clubhouse shit. Let's hope like, so. Yeah. It
0: was, it was some, it was fucked
1: up, dude. So, like, yeah, Cliff Kingsbury's going to turn that shit around, dude. We got a brand new system coming in there, brand new quarterback coming in there. I think Larry Fitzgerald, I mean, we're not even on the wide receiver episode, but I think he's going to have another good, good year. I mean, it's just, I think
0: it's a rebuilding year for them. I think it's a yeah, figure-it-out year for them. As
1: long as, as fucking Cliffs Kingsbury doesn't try to, like, do some crazy shit with Chase Edmonds, it'll be fine. Because if he tries to split that up with Chase Edmonds, I'd, I'd, I think David Johnson's worth second round, like, mid. and Because Chase Edmonds will be probably going around, like, the 11th or the 12th. So maybe, maybe earlier, who knows, depending on where people value that at. But I don't – I'm not valuing him anywhere around there. But, like, you know, keep David Johnson the lead back. Don't try to mix shit up with no Chase Edmonds. Like, that's what needs to be done. You want, you want to get the good value out of him, he, he's got to be by himself. Yep. That's how I feel about David Johnson. Um, so, yeah, James Conner, I mean, he's obviously not bad. Rolled over that one. So, Le'Veon Bell, um, I don't think it's a bad pick at all. I don't think he's a bad first-rounder. I think that he is just by watching everything he's been doing on Instagram, uh, reading all the reports that I've been seeing, he's – you know, when we were mocking about a month ago, he was going in the the early second, second, mid-second, and now I'm starting to see him go more towards the late first. So – and that's just because people are like,
0: okay. He's Le'Veon Bill.
1: Yeah. So, you know, you've
0: got to take him. But, you know, his stats for last year, they're pretty shit. Yeah, those zeros. Yeah. And so, what does that, that mean? <laughs> he played zero games last year, which means he hasn't played football in about was that sixteen months? We'll just say in a minute. Eighteen months. We'll say a, mi- we'll say a year hot and minute. a half. A maybe minute.
1: even more. To, is, is it almost two years? But no it's. I mean, but it's if, it, if it if this was, uh, you know, this was like anybody. I don't know Joe Mixon or
0: somebody like uh, Derrick Henry. You know, that did that. Yeah, but, like, say... And I would be like, eh. Say if it was Drew Brees. Say if it was Alvin Kamara being out for a, a, almost two years from, from full contact football. But he wasn't out for two years. Who? Le'Veon Bell. Damn near it. He was out for an entire season. Just which season. was an entire year. Well, just, and then... And but he, when but he, he never stopped, playing stopped, football stopped football training. In December, so and that's a never, year and a half.
1: But he never stopped training. He kept he training. He stopped getting hit, though. Yeah,
0: well, What do we see for, from, from players that come you know, back from being off As far as long? you know, he's
1: doing, he's doing all the things that he
0: needs at home and he's training privately. Dude, he didn't even play football last year. You think he's going to – He at the most, he didn't play any full contact until after he got his contract. I'm not worried about Le'Veon Bell. I think he's fine. I think he's good where he's at. So you're not, I think you're, he's you're you're not convinced. No, I, I think he's still Le'Veon Bell. It just, I'm still not convinced. Okay,
1: so – Uh, going to the Browns backfield, different situation with, uh, Nick Chubb, uh, obviously he's very high up there on the radar with a lot of people just from based off of what we saw him do last year, uh, 996 yards, uh, carrying the ball with eight touchdowns, 20 receptions. And that was, that was like, they say he
0: played 16 games, but I don't feel like he was a feature. For 16 games. I feel like he wouldn't feature. No, until, I mean, Carlos until, like, Hyde was still the there, season. dude. He did yeah. that
1: without Carlos Hyde, man. I mean, like, it, Carlos Hyde was like, what, after the big, the after the first victory. Wasn't long after they won their first, the Browns won their first game, Carlos was shipped off. Yeah, to but Jags. Chubb,
0: Chubb was still like, what Chubb was doing, which I thought was really crazy, and the reason they made a, I think they made a, a coaching change was Chubb would get in there on third down and just yes. slam that ball and get him a first down. And then they take him out, and they put they put Hyde back in, or or they throw the ball and just or, you know put it back in uh, T. Rod's fucking hands or whatever his name was. Hughes, uh, Hughes, blurry view. Yeah, it was bad. Hughes' view should but, be a TV show. I think the same thing that you've seen on Lifetime at the end of last year is the same thing you're going to see for this team this year. Is Nick Chubb the lead back? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, but.
1: After somebody serves an eight-game suspension and comes back
0: into the mix, what do we do with Kareem Hunt? What week did Kareem Hunt come out of the league last year? Shit, it was late. Did he finish the league? Or not? No, it was like no. week six, like five week, or no, six. No, week 12, dude. It was like late. It was, was, was it late? late? It was
1: late in there, yeah. Because Damian Williams only played like, what, four games, I think?
0: I'm not 100% sure. I'm certain. not either. But, but, I mean, you're going to see something happen, but... Eh. Eh. I would take him
1: late round. I'm not. Okay, Damian Williams played way more than four games, but um, like, featured, like, in it to win it. You know what I mean? Like, big, it was, like, towards the end of the the season. No, dude, I am full, like, ready to go with Kareem Hunt. Like, there is nothing. Like, you can literally get Kareem Hunt so late in drafts right now. And, like... You build you a good team around that just to get you to that that point to where, you know, around the week nine when he comes
0: back. He's got an eight he's either eight game or eight week suspension, probably eight games. Just plan good to have one less bench spot. Exactly. So I or mean, get when he, in a league where they have an IR spot, dude. You if, can't if you can
1: put him in there. You can't just get Kareem Hunt and then just not do anything with it. Oh, you know what no. I mean? Like hell he's no. going to be utilized. He's going to be using this offense in some way, shape, or form. They might throw his ass in the slot for all we know, too. <laughs> ah, I, <don't laughs> I know terrible. he won't do that. There's too yeah. many good wide much, too many good wide receivers there right now. Um, but I mean, they're going to compliment
0: each other. So good.
1: It's gonna be it's gonna be sexy as fuck to watch. Yes. I ain't gonna
0: lie. It's gonna be some fantasy the football. The gonna be sexy as fuck. <laughs> it's fantasy football porn, dude. You're gonna see more Browns on fantasy teams this year that I think we've seen in our lifetime,
1: dude. The stacks like the Baker OBJ yeah. Baker Landry stacks Baker uh Injoku uh, like, Njoku,
0: Yeah, it's dude. It's gonna be yeah. The Browns are like cool again. Taki um, Taki on the DFS lineups. I mean uh, IDP lineups. Yeah. Talky-talky. Got to watch a out for you. Did you see? Greedy Williams, you know? I, yeah, I got to no, squirrel. I'm going to squirrel saying? a little bit here. Did you see the
1: Baker Mayfield chalk line jacket? That's not cool. Was he snorting it? No. Do you remember chalk line? <laughs> it was like the brand from like the 90s. They uh they used to make like all the, the WWE jackets and... Like they had like the mural paintings on the back of them, the USA jackets, like Chautline, Slight
0: memories, but not a whole lot. My memory yeah. is shit.
1: Chautline was like a huge brand of like it was like sports shit. But anyway, they they came back out with jackets. They have a Baker Mayfield jacket with the dog bones on the back of it. Shit's pretty sick. I'm not gonna lie.
0: That sounds pretty badass.
1: I'd probably yeah, I'd probably cop one. Probably gonna cop one. I can't wait for them to make like a Kamara one. Shit's gonna be tight. I'm gonna have to definitely pick it up. All right, so uh, another another heavy hitter that is. Uh, I feel like he's been a big surprise for a lot of people, seeing that he has been going like at the turn in the first round. Uh, Joe Mixon, Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, last year he had his best year in the league, 237 attempts. Uh, well, not his best year, yards-wise, but he had 1,168 yards, uh, four, uh, eight touchdowns, and then I think it was, uh, yeah, it was his best year in the league. I'm looking at college stats. Look at me go. <laughs> um, and then he had one touchdown. So yeah, like Mixon had his best year last year and like that's really good kind of what everyone expected out of Mixon in the first year I think. Cuz like when he was a rookie, you remember how much hype he had built around him and then it just kind of like dudded out. It's like when you light a firecracker and then like, you know, you just sit there waiting and waiting and waiting and it just never goes kaboom. And then like you have like that one that one little like <sniffs> but then it never just blows up. It's like Mixon had a couple of those <sniffs> moments
0: in oh, his yeah. rookie year. I think Mixon did the best that he could last year with the team that he was on and the coaching that he was with. And I think that if we see the Red Rider BB gun do something a little bit more, Mixon will will roll off of that and have an even better year. Well, it's definitely wise.
1: it's definitely going to be something different. You got you know, we got a new coach coming into town. So they're definitely going to have to change a little bit, but for me seeing him go where he's going like obviously a lot of people are high on him. Uh, we don't really know if that's just you know expectation right now, or if there's some people, some people know something we don't. I don't mind him where he's at, um, and with the way that running backs are going off the board in the first, I mean you got to get who you who you can get.
0: Yeah, you better. Yeah, right. um. On. So, can I get our next one? Go ahead. It's sad. Yeah. That he is this low. Yeah. It's sad. I feel bad. I to have to I say know. to have to say Todd Gurley's name this far into this episode, and so it, it really
1: sucks. And I mean, he Todd's been a mid second just because of you know what happened to him you know towards the playoffs last year. Uh, doctors have came out said he's got arthritis. I keep just trying to like imagine that in some way, shape, or form, this is just you know Todd doing some Tom fuckery to fuck with people. Cause like I feel like he's got like a vengeance against gamblers and fantasy players, so like maybe he's just like, so I'm not hurting. I'm hurting. I ain't feeling
0: good. Then he's gonna come out first game and be like kaboom. He's gonna be like gotcha, bitch. <laughs> so it, it was it was what year? All right, it was last year was the injury. The year before that he went crazy. Remember? Do yeah. you remember the year before that, the 2016 season, when every when everybody had so much hype for Todd Gurley, and he he did not perform his numbers. Do you remember how everybody talked crap about him? Oh, that was his sophomore year. Now, yes, the they, sophomore everybody slum, was like, huh? "Oh my god, he didn't do good enough," and you know, his his name dropped on the board, and then people freaking drafted him. And Wait, got are we a sure? Out of him,
1: are we hundred percent sure?
0: I need. I feel like I need to fact check. You can this. fact check it because I remember everybody doubting him because of the bad year he had. This is his. This is going to be his fourth year. I'm ninety nine percent sure this is going to be his fourth year. Um, I gotta double check. Because, yeah, I remember, like, watching
1: a game, like, when he was in college. So, yeah, 2015, he was drafted in 2015.
0: Yes, and he did, he did, he did. When 2016 season came, people drafted him early. And they got son. pissed off at him. That right? was when I drafted and, him. Yes, and, well, I don't remember that. But I remember everybody talking shit about him. And then when he came out and fucking played, he showed them. So... Could we see a repeat of that this year? The whole offseason, everybody's doubting him with his injury. They're doubting him with this and that. And the Rams are saying this and that. So, you're talking about like a coup? You could be talking about one of the best Is, draft possible. If you draft <laughs> this guy and he comes out and does talk. number First overall pick, second overall pick all year last year. Yeah. He was number one or number two. All over the place. You could get that type of a running back in the second round this year. If you take that risk and draft Todd Gurley.
1: In my mock draft that I did earlier today, I had Gordon and Gurley. It could be amazing. It could be. And, I mean, he's still going to do something. I mean, he's got arthritis. Like, I mean, like, you're some little they, bit of They alth- got
0: some medicines for that, bro. He, yeah. he got some pain Just Rub some bingay on that shit. Yeah. Like, Let's I think give people are really. a little really, for Marijuana and let him get out there and play.
1: I personally think people are, like, making CBD. this way bigger, way more of a big deal than it actually is. I think that, you know, because, like. They even we even got people. What is it, uh, Henderson? That people are like actually being like, yeah, we we we're gonna draft Henderson early. It's just like, the fuck are you doing, dude? Like Todd hey, Gurley is still gonna play. Like I he's think not. That's a they mistake. haven't
0: said he's out. I think that's a mistake. I really do. And I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying it's that a huge I'm a, I'm mistake. A, I'm a, I'm a, uh, I'm a genius on this fact. We're not trying to be Tiger truthers. The main thing but, is when people talk shit about Tiger, the next year he comes out and blows it out the fucking water. So
1: he don't. Yeah, he like fucking. He takes them chips like seriously. So I mean, I, he definitely could do it. Now, look, I'm not gonna sit here and say that my crack theory is like something that I fully believe in, but. I think that Gurley's going to be fine and I think that it's okay to get get up there and grab him a little bit earlier like you know don't don't grab him early
0: no you want to you want to get him as late as, late as possible well, How do we really he's... know?
1: I mean like we haven't really got I mean like yeah there's been drafts going on right now and I've been lo- looking at some drafts that have happened in some of the uh, some of the expert leagues and shit like that but like when your normal season stuff drafts I mean I feel like people are actually going to be like going for Turley uh, for Gurley like pretty Listen, saying Kyle Turley <laughs> over here. I feel like people are gonna like go for for uh, for Todd Gurley a little bit earlier than people
0: think they are because a lot of people are gonna think they can get him. People are sheep. Mm. People hear Todd Gurley's injured. People hear he's gonna get less. The carries.
1: uninformed people are, are sheep. People that any, people any, that listen any, and do their due diligence. Even us, and, even us, we're still worried about picking him. Just because the media is hyping. But, that, but that's, that, right. that's the news reports. That's true. I personally feel like Todd will be fine. Like, if I'm in there in the second round and I've got, you know, somebody like Alvin Kamara, Christian McCaffrey, Todd, you know, like, whatever, and Todd Gurley's there, I'm probably going to draft. I him. probably will,
0: too. I'm, I mean, like, <laughs> I'm shit. I'm probably going to take – when, when
1: else are you going to get this guy? When like, else are
0: you going to get a possibility of having a – say this. Say Saquon Ber- Barkley and Todd Gurley. Hmm. You know, like you said, Alvin Kamara, Todd Gurley, That's you can odd. have that that running back core right. As there. As
1: long as he brings out, like, I will go buy him some Biofreeze and I'll mail it to him. I'll find Todd Gurley's address. But hey, dog, I got you this Biofreeze. Put this shit on your kneecap. Uh, I thought go. she's gonna
0: go with the oils, bro. You got no oils for him?
1: No, nah, Biofreeze is the shit. But Shout out to BioFree. I know. Like, I thought
0: you got some natural oils for it, though, man. I mean, I mean dude, we could go do, we could go do
1: like, you know, some fucking, uh, some yoga, I'll take a CBD rub or something. I'll take him a CBD rub. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you never know. Goodell might not like that too much. Um, we could, uh, yeah, we'll go do, like, some, some fucking yogurt or shit on a mountaintop and we'll get life right and I'll give him some essential oils to fucking, you know, fix it. We'll figure it out. Todd, hit me up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, after going for Ram, let's think of some other teams that have some pretty decent run games. Uh, uh, so, I mean, th- let's go in and, I mean, right now going to the AFC South, like uh, Derrick Henry last year went the
0: fuck off towards the end of the season. I've seen where his 99-yard his touchdown run was up for play of the year in the ESPYs. I don't doubt it. Yeah. It that shit was legit, dude. <laughs> oh, man. He was slamming people. Where were we at? Great. We were we were at a
1: we were at a local bar, I think it was. Yeah, I think we were. We were watching that, that game it was the Jaguars
0: against the Titans. And the best part about it is we had to had to hurry up and try to find the replay so we could watch it over and over again. Yeah. <laughs>
1: dude, it was like the most incredible shit because like I literally had the opportunity to pick him up off the waiver wire the week before that and I didn't do it. And then I was like watching him run, and like with every step he took on that run back, I was just like, You fuck, you <laughs> fuck, you fuck. What is wrong with you? Why didn't you pick this guy up? And uh, yeah, I mean, dude, but I mean, he finished out the year. Uh, he had two touchdowns rushing. No, 12, 12, 12 touchdowns rushing for 1,059
0: yards. But the only problem is. No receiving touchdowns, only 15 receptions for 99 yards. Yeah, and he, he had uh, who did he have with him? Who's the other Titan? Deion Lewis. Deion Lewis. So Deion Lewis was getting all that. So Deion's PPR, your PPR guy. Yeah, PPR, you're not going to want Derrick Henry early, Mm-mm. but you you still might want him, but you might not want him early. Derrick Standardly, Henry is standard gold. Yes,
1: Derrick Henry is standard gold. You can late round. Go yeah. early on him. If anybody
0: plays that anymore,
1: early second.
0: I don't know. Do people play that still? Dude,
1: there. d I was so like mind blown at the amount of people that actually still play standard leagues.
0: Are they like just like kind of like our like our parents like stuck in they're their like, age or like no? They're like
1: Cheryl and Tom at the office. And they're like, oh, it's the fantasy football draft party again. Oh, let's
0: let's get our lineups in.
1: <laughs> that's it's those. Those are the people who play standard. Like they don't fucking know how to set the setting. Well, you guys uh, need
0: to draft Eric Henry. Yeah.
1: Yeah, well, or if you know any Cheryls or Toms that that play that shit, uh, introduce them to the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast, and uh, we'll help them out.
0: Standard advice too.
1: No, <laughs> no, we don't. We'll, we just thought PPR. We would fuck them over. <laughs> Pretty bad. PPR is the the way the truth and the light. <laughs> like, that's that's hey, basically Hey man, it. I was just trying to get some listeners. Man, I was trying to add to the thing. Well, you just it okay. down. No, Well, they that. well guys, tell
0: them that we talk standard. Yeah, and yeah, yeah We'll just
1: yeah. you know we'll get we'll get them we'll get them right by the time we get back.
0: Because nine times out of ten we don't. Even, well, I guess we do talk about PPR a lot. So yeah,
1: it's, just, it's it's what we play. That's what everybody plays. This is what everybody should play. So, for do you Cheryl think James down.
0: White is gonna James White it again? James White is he still there? Yeah, with uh, New England, Sony Michelle. No, not not James. No, I am talking about Dion De- Lewis. Dion Lewis. Dion Lewis. That's what I meant. They are yeah. the same player. Dion. Yeah, I no remember same when Dion went to off in New England. That was great. <laughs> yeah. red
1: shoes guy, big red shoes guy. Um, yeah, dude, Dion is definitely not somebody you are gonna get early in the draft. He's definitely gonna be later on. But, uh, I mean, I think he still has a little gas left in the tank.
0: I think he can be a, you know, a it's solid. a good team because you've got a like solid a, bi-week flex option. You don't really have. Most, well, at the least. Many other teams on, on the same team you have. A standard guy and a PPR guy and you yeah.
1: know who is who. He'll still be used too. I mean, people are gonna just be like, Oh, because Derrick Henry did what he did. But I mean people also need to remember that every year, Derrick Henry, like everybody's like, Oh, Derrick Henry and then he's just like, Oh, Derrick Henry <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and then like he has no, a couple that, games, it's like more well, lines with drafted like, you.
0: Oh yeah. Um they don't have an offensive line and their quarterback throws touchdowns to himself. Yeah, that's
1: so good. No, nobody really wants to fuck with Marcus Mariota. No. So, I mean, it is what it is. But, yeah, I think Dion would be cool for later on in the draft. Uh, other AFC team uh, that it's looking like it's going to be, like, the one guy, uh, Marlon Mack with the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, Marlon is one of those guys I feel like that just kind of gets thrown under the radar. Like, I feel like uh, he's not, like, heavy in the conversation. Um I don't think that he had, a like, a really notable year. I mean, he had nine touchdowns, uh, 908 yards. He had one receiving touchdown and 17 receptions, 103 yards receiving. I personally think he's
0: going to early in drafts.
1: Yeah, like I mean. Third, fourth round. But, I mean, again, that just goes to, like, everybody's rushing to get a running back. I mean, yeah, it's just are. running back crazy. I mean, so it's like they don't even care about the value, like the good wide receivers that are sitting around there. They're just like, oh. I don't, I, I'll don't. get that somewhere else. I, I need to go ahead and get the guy that's going to carry the ball, you know. It's like, yeah, but, I mean, Naheem Himes is there. And, Naheem is one of those guys, too, that, like, people are, are tending to, to – I'm still seeing people, like, saying Naheem over uh, Naheem over Marlin, And I'm just like, I don't know if I'd go that far with it. I mean, Naheem Himes, like, I think he had, like, one or two, like, really good games last year. Um, I think that he's definitely somebody that needs to stay towards the back end, as in the draft. Maybe somebody just to have if you have Marlin, like a handcuff. Maybe um, I don't really see what the big deal with him is, and why people are trying to to really talk him up heavy. I think that Marlin is going to be, you know, the the only one, but it's just in that offense, I trust the throwing more than I trust the running of the ball. I mean, I just with Andrew Luck being fully healthy. Like, we, we saw Andrew Luck coming back last season, you know, and not everybody really knew what to expect because it was his first true year coming back, and now he's had a full year back, you know, hauling that football, chunking it down the field, and you got some new wide receiver pieces coming in, a rookie wide receiver. Um, you got Devin Funches coming in. Um, and so the running back position there it might, might see a little bit of drop in production. I think
0: it's going to be more pass-heavy in Indianapolis. I think that team still has a lot of room to grow with Andrew Luck. I don't think he played as well as he should have last year. I think he's a better quarterback than what he what he did. Yeah. So, if you see the quarterback grow and you see the wide receiver core grow, you're also going to see the running back core grow, in my opinion. As a whole team, they're going to score more points. I think if they score more points, the, the running backs score more points, you get more fantasy points. They're a better team – they're, the, they're a better team than I've seen since Peyton Manning played. Big facts. Yeah. Um, another
1: interesting situation with like the dual backs, um, and we're going to run into a couple more of them. But one I want to go ahead and get out the way. Um, so today in the Independence Day Invitational, I, uh, I drafted Carlos Hyde, and I think I got him over Damian Williams. And the reason that I did that is because I think Carlos is going to be the guy that you want in that Chiefs backfield. Uh, we've seen that Andy Reid can really take a running back and, and just people like we, we've talked about it on the show people that go there to be running backs in kansas city they end up just being great for some reason it's just something in the water i have no idea what it could be but i mean what do you what, what do you feel about the whole damian Williams? because a lot of other people are starting to really jump on that train now like i've kind of been feeling like once i found out carlos hyde was going to the chiefs i was like oh hell yeah like shit's about to be real and now it's like everyone's kinda like, Yeah we're not gonna say that, but Damian
0: Williams isn't gonna be that great. You had a beetle on you? Yes, I'm sorry, I was I was <laughs> it was on me and I was like, wait, okay. We had a quick okay. Uh, so out. Damian yeah. Williams, Damien Williams, Chiefs, Carlos Hyde, I'm going with a rookie. You're going with a rookie? Yeah, Damian Williams. It's not really Rookie-ish. rookie ish. Rookie ish,
1: not not a rookie at whatever, all. <laughs> sophomore,
0: whatever, whatever. But new new guy on the block. You're going yeah. with the new guy on the block. Yep, I think that he's gonna have more of a Kamara style, which ends up. on oh, Kamara, um, shit. What's his name? Cream Hunt style. No. Yeah, I don't feel that. I, it, at that's all. the only way you can play in Kansas City, dude. You better run fast, catch the football, run downfield. That's how they play. Carlos Hyde's gonna wax at us. No, nah. Carlos Hyde's gonna get to be a third down back.
1: All right, agree or disagree?
0: Yeah, we always do. Okay, yeah. cool. All right,
1: uh, NFC North running action. Uh, Vikings and the Lions talk a little bit about their two running games. Uh, Vikings, Dalvin Cook, don't want anything to do with him. Don't like him. don't care. Um, I am very strongly opinionated on how I feel about Dalvin Cook. Everything, everything you talk about. That too, uh, <laughs> I feel. But dude, like, like nobody knew Dalvin Cook. I've, I, I've, the hype has died down a little bit on Dalvin, which I'm grateful for because it was way
0: too fucking high about a month ago. I felt sorry for people that had to keep him on his team last year.
1: Yeah, like I mean, like you know, he he got injured. First year, comes back next year, everybody's like, oh, yeah, yeah. And it's just He's like, coming back, I this promise. Is, this is what you paid for. Total like, of four touchdowns for your second round pick. Yeah, if BZB is listening to this right now, he's probably just like sitting there just with his fist balled up to the speakers about to try to punch Turn him. on Drake, man. BZ, t- t- Dalvin Cook, no, no. Mm-mm, don't do it. Stay away. Yeah, just listen, listen to your old pal Chase. Alright, so yeah, Dalvin, not really big on that one um, He's really the only relevant guy that I feel like is going to be of any relevance there If you're going to have to take him, I mean, early, I don't know Early, <laughs> late, late second, early third, I don't know, shit Lions, though Lot of excitement with on Johnson I loved watching him play in Auburn, that's all I can tell you Every I time wish I have
0: seen him play a little bit more last year
1: Every time I think about him, I think about this song. It was like a heavy metal song. It's like,
0: carry on.
1: You should look it up. You should shazam that exact clip that I just I don't did.
0: know if that's going to work. All
1: right, but yeah. uh should let them sing it. Rookie year, coming on the scene, uh, 118 attempts, 641 yards, had three touchdowns, 32 receptions, and one touchdown. Thirty-two receptions, not too too bad for a rookie. No, coming it's, in it's, the actually not. it's actually pretty good.
0: Yeah, his, his touchdowns are kind low, his yards are kind low, but he wasn't getting. Yeah, uh, he wasn't getting a, a, a feature back, so we could see his right. We school. had too much. His
1: numbers should go up. I think that with C J Anderson coming to the Lions, like it, we, okay, so you saw what C J Anderson did. With the Rams in the playoffs last season,
0: yeah, I thought so. it, I thought that Todd Gurley had just like put on a different jersey, yeah, and gained like and, fifty, sixty and got, pounds, yeah, and like <laughs> went on the
1: Eddie Lacy diet, like yeah. But
0: it was like it was he was he's huge now, mm-hmm. like he's huge. He's he, I don't think he was always that big. No, really he wasn't
1: don't. when he was with Carolina. He wasn't that big, but I
0: mean he was always kind of a stout. But guy. I do remember him in Carolina. Taking touchdowns away, I do remember he is a touchdown fucking thief, dude. Yeah. He he pissed me off. It was, I I want to say it was Christian McCaffrey's rookie year, and he was just he, they get to that one yard line, they give it to C.J. Anderson, who pounded in. It, it always pissed me off.
1: All I'm saying with carry-on is, like, I think he's really going to creep up this year, and I think that we're going to be seeing him drafted a lot higher than where he's going going into next year because I think that a lot is about to turn around with that Lions team. Carry-on? Yeah, carry-on. I don't think people are ready for the Lions to elevate, and I think that we, people get so used to a team being kind of mediocre for so long, but I really think that Patricia's about to find a groove and things are about to be looking a whole lot different in that offense. We're going to see a lot more versatility. We're going to see a lot more hybrid shit. We're going to see some new shit with Patricia this year. I don't think it's going to be the same old story in Detroit. And I'm really excited to watch and see what carry-on does. I'm definitely going to be owning a few shares of carry-on this year for sure.
0: Um, so, would you, would you pick carry On Johnson over Mark Ingram this year? Yeah, yeah, would? I would, I would. Yeah, Dang, man, you rebel hard, huh? You lead the Saints, and you just like you ain't shit. no, it's it's not that, shit. it's not
1: that at all. I mean, I just, I, I think that, I think that Carry On is just going to be a lot more of a PPR monster. Yeah. Then you know, if, if 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 I was in a standard league, then I would probably go more Mark Ingram over Carry On, but with a PPR league, I'm going to go Carry On over Mark like any day because I know that Carry On can catch that football, and Mark can too. Mark can catch a football. But he's just used more as bowling ball back, dude. I mean, he's just like you know, he, he can he knows how to get up the gut, and it's and it's also we're talking about Mark Ingram and it, him and Gus Edwards are going to be around. I mean, I don't think Mark Ingram's a bad pickup this year at all. I think
0: that he's going to definitely. I think he's going a little late for his abilities.
1: You know, I think he's going
0: right where he needs to go because people
1: just don't pe- people aren't ready to buy into the Ra- new Ravens offense. That's they're like, not.
0: but we're we're, te- we're saying at the same time that people are ready to buy into Le'Veon Bell at the Jets. Like come on, people. Yeah, because he's right? Le'Veon Bell. It hasn't been there for I, I Mark believe, for Ingram long, is 18, not Le'Veon, Le'Veon Bell. It's like,
1: come on now, dude. Le'Veon Bell like could carry a team on his back. Like,
0: uh, no, he. Where did he do that at? Tell me, where did he do that at? In Pittsburgh. No, he did not carry the team <laughs> his, on his back. His he had Big Ben. Number he one had Antonio Brown. Running back. Come on. No, he league. did not. He has never carried a team on his back yet. For a lot of years. Number uh, one running back. Saquon league. Barkley to me is when, the only player in this was. league right now that can carry a team on his back. Was the look number? at them thighs and tell me he can't carry okay, a team. So, right three
1: years ago, you wouldn't have said that about Le'Veon Bell, or is it just because no, Antonio
0: not. Brown was there forever? Yeah, but, yeah but of course. I couldn't say that about well, yeah. him. I couldn't truly say that about him. I could say that I felt it, but I couldn't say that it was true. It's the way it looked. Maybe it was just the balance effect because we saw so much greatness out of the wide receiver position and we saw so much greatness out of the running back position. We really don't exactly. know exactly. So, that, that what did that do? Just like I said earlier, when a team does well. The players do well. I'm still confident. It does not in mean that Le'Veon though. Bell is going to come out there and and carry the team. He can, Kane's, but we but don't say that he's proved it that he you know that he already has. I don't. That's all think, I'm saying. I don't think there's anything to worry about with Le'Veon Bell. But with Mark, Ingram, I think there's a J I, on I, I his helmet that has something to worry about.
1: I don't think that there's, dude. I I think that you are just way too hard on the past of the Jets and you're not really like wanting to accept the fact that they might actually be good this year.
0: It has nothing to do with not wanting to accept the fact. It has to do with I'm not going to base it off of off of just because Le'Veon's there that everything's going to change.
1: There's a there, it's not just him exactly. I mean, like, There's
0: a whole lot of change there.
1: We don't know what's going to happen. Adam Gase quarterback whisper. Oh, I mean, I'm excited to watch Chris Herndon. We'll talk about him in the tight end episode. You know, I like him. Uh, I got some shares of him like I like that guy I think he's going to do good but yeah we, off the jet subject though like with Mark going back to Mark Ingram and Gus Edwards I mean definitely Gus takes the backseat here Mark is going to be the only guy you're really going to want like is, Mark's you know,
0: carried a team before
1: yeah, he, I mean, he's shown that he can do yeah, it he, without in the year without Kamara, he, he carried that Dude, team. game four when they played the when the Saints played the Redskins. When he came back, Kamara didn't score hardly shit. I think he had like six points. That's what I'm talking. I was so about. pissed that and game. everybody
0: was and, and I I was on a high horse because I was like I told y'all once Mark come back it was gonna change. Yeah. And the next week, that was all fucking. I was wrong as a motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> yes. no, nope. Alvin Kamara, is still <laughs> so that guy, he's still there. Yeah, I was. I got was, his nose I was confident with the man. I was confident <laughs> with the man last year,
1: but yeah, dude, Mark Mark's going to do well. He's going to be. He's going to be okay. He's going to be, you know, like a tier two but RB what, one.
0: What's the last Ravens player you've had on your team? Oh God, uh, this I is had... probably worse than the Browns. This could be worse than the Browns in mean, the last three years. It's a Joe yeah. Duke Johnson was on every 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 single fantasy roster in, in you know in leagues every league I feel like Duke Johnson was owned he was owned in mine know, you know 80-90% sure. but like if you look at like Ravens players like yeah
1: there's not a lot I mean I like, don't have John, a whole lot of
0: freaking faith in Lamar Jackson John year. Brown was one of them uh, shit what yeah else? but he was like a, oh my god I need a wide receiver let yeah. I me mean, put him in you know wasn't it wasn't Well, I mean, with the Ravens
1: back, but now, like, obviously, this is a running team. Lamar Jackson's going to want to run the ball. Mark Ingram's going to run the ball. There's going to be a lot of running. So, I mean, you can't go wrong with it. So,
0: like, is he going to be used? Is he going to be a feature back comparable to, not, you know, the same as, but comparable to Saquon this year?
1: I think I would probably compare what they're going to do with the run game and with the Ravens probably a little bit closer to what they're probably going to do in Arizona. I think that that's probably what we'll see a little bit more. I think Arizona of. has a better quarterback and a better wide receiver. Well, court. I think they, yeah, but, but talking about the running back situation, I think it's going to
0: be kind of like. So you, you think know, David Johnson is going to have more use than Mark Ingram? I think
1: that what I'm saying is like between Gus and Mark, I think it's going to be kind of similar to whatever they're going to be planning to do with Johnson and Chase Edmonds. I think it's gonna be kind of similar to that where like, you know, Chase will pick up here and there. But nothing like Gus Saquon and, and whoever his backup is that we probably no, don't because even, you we don't probably even, can't even name his you, backup. You right. won't even get to see the last <laughs> the last backup I can remember out of the Giants was Wayne Gallman. Alfred
0: Blue. <laughs> oh. No. Yeah. Alfred no, Blue no. is with the Texans. It was Goleman and who was the other one? Orleans Darkwood. Orleans Darkwood. That was yeah. I thought it was something
1: Louisiana. Yeah, some Louisiana sounding yeah. shit. But no, I mean I I think Mark's gonna be fine, but there's definitely gonna be some Gus Edwards in there. I mean, it's just not gonna be 100 percent all the way. I think Mark's gonna be the the only fantasy
0: player on that team that's gonna
1: score points. So let's uh let's talk a little bit about briefly. Let's just kind of go over some of these teams. Sony Michelle, you everybody knows the Patriots running back situation. Just try to avoid it at all costs. <laughs> you never really know who's gonna get what and how it's gonna play out. If you're gonna go for anybody, go with Sony Michelle. Uh, the Seahawks running backs, I'm not a huge fan of Chris Carson. Get him if you have to, if he's the best player on the board. Rashad Penny, that's another one that a lot of people are questioning him coming back off the rookie season, very disappointing rookie season. Um, with Rashad, I, uh, I've, I've been seeing him go really late, so I mean, you know, it's, I don't know. Try, I'd, I'd try to avoid the Seahawks running back situation. The Dolphins running back situation is another one you don't fucking know. Kenyon Drake, Caelan uh, Ballage—he is
0: painful. Kenyon Drake is painful. They got a new
1: coach there too. We don't really know how it's going to transpire. Hopefully, it'll go up. I think that Caelan Ballage now at Frank Gore's out of there. I think Caelan Ballage is going to be have some upside. I think he's he probably could be a a pretty uh pretty sneaky pick this year because I think that he's probably going to be getting some good side work there with Kenyon Drake. So definitely keep an eye out for Ballage. Um, One I'm really ready to talk about, all right, so going back to NFC North, let's talk about the Bears' backfield. So Jordan Howard's gone. He's with the Eagles now. And it's Tariq Cohen and the new rookie running back David Montgomery, which they're comparing to the next Kareem Hunt. I love David Montgomery, and I'm taking Montgomery over Tariq Cohen in drafts. No,
0: I would. I would. I, I agree to disagree. Okay, I think that Cohen is gonna is gonna take the points, the fantasy points from him. It's gonna be. I think it's gonna be the same thing as as Jordan Howard in him. It's gonna be Tariq Cohen getting all the all the PPR points, all the the big plays. Running all around a crazy the field. Like crazy Tariq Cohen that he is, playing all kinds of different positions. Le'Veon Bell type stuff could be coming a little bit more with him in the slot a little bit more.
1: they got to throw the ball, too. So, if you put Tariq Cohen. That's what I'm talking about. Tariq Cohen you, in the
0: slot. Okay, if you would have put
1: Tariq Cohen on, hypothetical, you'd have put Tariq Cohen on the Chiefs with Kareem Hunt, who would have
0: done better? Who do you think? Tariq Cohen with Kareem, Kareem Hunt, Hunt. With Patrick Mahomes? Yeah. I I think I would say uh, Tariq Cohen would be, end up with more points. You're fucking nuts. No, I'm not. He throws. They throw the football like crazy, dude. Patrick Kare-
1: Mahomes is insane. I understand, but like he's going to be throwing. He's trying to get the ball deep down the field. He knows
0: he can. And use Tariq that. Cohen's fast as fuck. What he are you talking about? He is fast as fuck. He's faster than Kareem Gadget Hunt. Guy, still. He's faster than Kareem Hunt. He is more more like a James White or Deion Lewis type. I'm, like I said, I'm going to go... But he's going to be used more because he doesn't have Bill Belichick trying to keep his freaking stamina up like he's playing Madden. All
1: right, so David Montgomery in college. Let's uh, let's take a look at that. Uh, it was uh, 1,216 yards, uh, 13 touchdowns, 22 receptions for 157 yards. That's shit. Okay, that's shit. What team did he come from?
0: I don't have that in front of me right now. Mm. <laughs> And, and not even gonna lie. I can tell you it wasn't SEC. Well, I would assume it's not SEC. Yeah, you. Know. I think. Oh, like David. McG- Wait.
1: Okay. I think he came from. I think he's Penn State. Saquon
0: territory. I think he's Saquon territory. He could learn a little bit from him, but he's still not Zarek Cohen. I'm pretty sure. And like I said, he's more of a Jordan you know Howard type. You know what?
1: Fuck all this guessing game. Let's we're gonna, Google we're that gonna, shit. Where did he fact come from? Check it. That um, that matters more to me than his stats. You, because this his shows stats you this amplify about
0: where he came from. If he comes to S C C and he's got stats like that, he's a little bit better.
1: Okay, let's see. David Montgomery. This shows you how much we watch college. You just David watch, Montgomery, you just watch
0: that's watch not LSU. the that's not the the Packers, is it? Uh, let's see. Uh, no, dude. What's the Montgomery? Ty Montgomery. I do Bro, Iowa State. Iowa State? We were way the fuck off. <laughs> yeah, we were. So Jesus. I don't know. I don't see him as as being an
1: issue. They're they like he's being compared, and from what I'm hearing from other people, he's being compared to Kareem Hunt. I mean, that's that's decent numbers for a running back, but I mean, just going into anything with Matt Nagy, I, I know he's gonna find a way to shake shit up. It's like with Tariq Cohen,
0: buddy. I don't know. Let's look. What what did Tariq? What did old Tariq do for us last year? Let's see. He got 99 attempts, rushing, 444 yards, three rushing touchdowns, 71 receptions for 725 yards and five touchdowns. 71 receptions. That is the difference, man. 725 yards and five receiving touchdowns. That's th- the Tariq think, Cohen. With and then you put Tariq Cohen without Jordan Howard. Look at there's only ninety nine attempts. But with David Montgomery's taking the taking the spot of Jordan Howard. That's a, that's 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 about a four point four average. Four point four yards per carry, only carrying the ball ninety nine times. I like That's Tariq. a pretty good average for only ninety nine times.
1: I like Tariq, but I mean where are you are you taking Tariq Cohen over I don't know, let's say uh would you take Tariq Cohen over Marlon Mack?
0: Yes. Okay. So you would take him over Marlon. Would you take him? I would take him over Mark Ingram. Oh shit. I would take him over Kenyon Drake. Okay. I would take him over Chris Carson. Okay. I'd like- take him over Carrion Johnson. I'd take him over Dalvin Cook. I just don't trust like that. I don't know if I'd take him over Damian Williams or oh, Sonny Michelle. Me.
1: I'd definitely take him over Damian
0: Williams. I don't I don't know. I think Damian Williams is gonna have I think he's gonna Sounds be a like feature. A Carlos Hyde. I think he's gonna be a feature. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I think he's going to show cars high. Like, I go. take think, him over Derrick Henry. I
1: think that David. I think that David Montgomery is going to have some stuff to to show. He's going to have a little I I wouldn't take pants. him over
0: Todd Gurley or Joe Mixon. Okay. Or uh, or anybody above him, you know. That's, he, I mean that's normal. David John, oh yeah.
1: T- Tariq Cohen's going to go late. Going to go later. Exactly. He later be, later He's anyway. going to be on
0: hell of a steal this year. Yeah. People don't.
1: Pe- the only people that remember what he did for them were the people that had him last year. I had him last year, and I remember getting up to like the third or the fourth week. I was just like, I need to let this dude go. And then it was what game was it he played? I think it was, I think it was against the Buccaneers, where he went the fuck off. Or and it he was finally he after. finally
0: came back and did what he did.
1: It might have been the week after. Yeah, because Fitzmagic was still playing. That's when they like completely destroyed. Yeah, so, yeah, that was the yeah. game. Yeah, they <laughs> completely destroyed yeah. that defense, and that, that really got him going. Yeah. So that was like his up and up, and I was like – because I literally had tweeted the week before. I mean, I, I like the biggest Tariq, problem
0: with Tariq was Jordan Howard. I feel like they I were – I wouldn't take Tariq over It was, Tariq like, Tariq overall it was the that. problem with those two, two on the, with the Bears running game uh, as far as fantasy was only one of them had a great game. So it was like, who's going to have the ball this time? Tariq Cohen or Jordan Howard? Who's going to be the one to get the fantasy Jordan, points? And Jordan kind of, yeah, and like, it like that guessing Tariq game. Tariq will go down. Tariq will go up. Jordan will go down. But
1: Tariq just can't be a backfield running up the gut kind of guy. That's the only thing that's different about him. It's I said just the like, same thing about Kamara.
0: Yeah, you did. It's still wasn't right. Whoa. It's still, I don't, I All still right, think we'll that if see you get him going more.
1: I'd, I wouldn't take him over Marlon Mack. You, you would, I wouldn't. I'll put it that way. Um, uh-huh. Texans run game. Lamar Miller, eh, eh, Donta Foreman. Eh. He had
0: some good games.
1: Eh. Yeah, he did. I remember he had some that one really game. Good games. I, I remember. I was. I remember. Like it was last year. I did a video on Twitter before we left one night, and I was like, "I was like, don't sleep on it." Lamar Miller will have a big touchdown run, tomorrow. and he did. And I fell asleep, and I woke up, and I saw where he had a huge touchdown run. The and thing, I was like, "Oh my god,
0: wizardry!" I did. The thing it. that stands out about him. Lamar Miller, to me, is 210 rushing attempts. Yeah. A lot, That's good.
1: A lot of work. Yes. There's a lot of work. So, What did, alert, what did uh, Saquon
0: have? Let me see. What did Saquon have last year? I forget. It was like 280. Let me see. If they can get a little help on
1: that Saquon O-line. Saquon had 260. If they can just get a little help on that O-line in the, for the Texans – he can be fine. But the only the only issue is Lamar's getting a little old. He's getting up there. So, and and everybody's expecting Donta Foreman to do something. I'm, I'm not seeing it. We might see a little bit of a, of a, of a, but that's going to be about it. I feel like Lamar's your, your average mediocre back. But they're not going
0: to give it to Foreman. Okay. No, yeah. Well, I mean, they may. You know, and that's what I'm saying. Like, they're not, I don't think they're going to give the ball to him. So, you know, he's going to be the. Yeah, he 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 kind of like when he was playing. He's gonna have more chances than anybody there.
1: Yeah, so I mean, Miller's. I'm
0: saying you know seventh, eighth round
1: for Foreman or Miller for Miller.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah,
1: yeah, easy. Uh, Falcons. A lot of people have have noticed that Devonta Freeman has dropped. Edo Smith is on the rise. I mean, Devonta is just like I mean, I guess just after him having so much shit go
0: down with. Be careful with the Royce Freeman thing too.
1: I like yeah. the Royce Freeman thing. We're, we're, ah, we're, are we right. going to skip uh, to the? I'm saying Ido
0: Smith compared to what you know the hype from Royce Freeman. Don't let the hype of Ido Smith take away take away from Devonta Freeman from Freeman. Yeah, I mean
1: I don't think anybody's saying that Edo's is going to be like better than him. I think Ido is going to definitely get production. It's going to. he's going to be a pretty good compliment, like Tevin Coleman was. But yeah, Freeman just Freeman fell, dude. Freeman fell hard and. It, I think the last time that I had him was two thousand and seventeen. Or yeah, two thousand and seventeen and I had him in the championship game and it was swell. It was very swell. One by fraction, so he barely did it for me, actually. Now that I remember it, yeah, he barely did it for me. So yeah, maybe did it you, is Did um, you win? I did win. Alright. So I guess that's all that matters, huh? Hey. No, play, screw that. I need for? I need to blow my opponents out what we the water. For. I'm blowing my opponents it's out the water. It's a lot more fun when you win by a little. Just go, kabam. It's a lot more fun when you win by a little than a lot. So, yeah, I mean, Freeman is what it is. If he's the best thing on the board, you got to go for him. Um, the Jaguars uh, backfield, uh, just go ahead and Ouch. just plain out say it. Uh, you know. yeah, Hom-
0: Homie, just <sighs> steal the-, the ankle. I think you can get a steal for him. I think. If he if if you take the chance on him and get him, where Fournette? By the way, we're talking Fournette. If you, if you get him where, is. you've got like basically if you get to Leonard Fournette, you've got two wide receivers and two running backs already. Two of your starters and possibly, maybe even three and three, depending and for on how far you fall. All, he all he falls. we know, and he's if you can pick him up as your, quote unquote, backup running back, dude. Are your are your RB two? Or your RB two, yeah. I think it'd be a good steal for him. I think that he's gonna have. a good He's RB two material for sure. He's gonna have a quarterback. He's never had a quarterback in his entire life. Well, don't be so quick to say that he's but going. He's going. Yeah, he's, he's going to have, have best, a quarterback. He's gonna have the best quarterback <laughs> he's had his entire career, including college. He
1: is an upgrade. I will say he's an, I won't say the
0: best, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, yeah. the best that he's, he's had is one. He's I'm an upgrade. The best that he's he's never had a good quarterback at LSU. He's never had a good quarterback in, at Jacksonville he's going to have the best quarterback that he's ever had in his entire career. I feel that. All right, quickly going over the Raiders,
1: Josh Jacobs. It's him and Jalen Rashard. Josh Jacobs is definitely your go-to there. Uh, Jalen Rashard, he definitely can do some PPR. I just think that that uh, John Gruden is just going to be a lot more heavy on just trying to get Jacobs as much production as possible. So it could be, you know, it's very iffy going for the rookie running back. Um, but, I mean, from what we saw from him, I mean – if if you want to go the route for the rookie running back, you want to hold off and just go grab your rookie, then that that's going to be your one to get, in my opinion. Um, Redskins running backs, AP Mister Mister Two Thousand says he's going to have two thousand yards this year. Darius guys is coming back. Chris is still in that backfield. Oh yeah, yeah, he still hit, he still he still got him with the switch.
0: He also said he didn't beat his kid, but I think uh, that the LSU star Darius guys, is going to go insane.
1: Oh, the, I cannot <laughs> wait to go back into uh, into fastest fantasy, fastest rundown. fantasy rundown. rundown. It's coming. If you haven't heard it, go listen to last to last uh, last season. It's great shit. I love Darius So Geis you is think here. Geis Geis? Is, I got I Geis got is more is be number one? than I should. Geis yes. is the number one. I feel they're like not even going to let Adrian like have it back. It's no, just no, gonna no. Get
0: no. out. I, of here. I'm not. I'm I'm saying I have more hype for Darius Geis than I should because of my past. So yeah, ignore me. I like Darius. I think he's going to come back stronger. You like Darius because he's from where? LSU. 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 E-L-L-I-S-S-H-O-E. Don't, don't look at his stats last year. Just yeah. just ignore that. Wrong. His Fortnite stats are pretty dope. Though. If he makes it through preseason. Look, if you don't draft until after preseason, Darius Guys makes it through preseason. Hey, draft him. <laughs> All right, so going back to who you were talking about, moving
1: on to another team. You had mentioned the name Royce Friedman. You have no – You wait, hold on. You have no confidence in Darius
0: guys Is that what you're saying?
1: No, I think Darius Geis is going to be fine, but I think he's going to be eased in. I think AP is still going to have the lead role and we start off the season. I so think, like, okay. okay, I think All that right. I think that like Dynasty, like yeah, like Darius Geis is the way to go. Um, but I mean, I'm not by any means am I trying to grab Darius Geis anywhere in in the you know the first three rounds? Well, fuck no, not even the Are first we only four talking rounds. about the first three rounds? He's going around the he's going around do do the do fourth. Now? No, he's going around the fourth right now. Late, early fourth is what I've been seeing around that area. But, I mean, like, I think you could just grab AP later on and try to get some other value at running back elsewhere or yep. get some good wide receivers, whatever. No. You know? Okay, there you go. LSU. Go LSU. LSU. Go Tigers. Back to what I was saying with the Broncos. I'm super excited for Royce Freeman this season. A lot of people think that Phillip Lindsay is going to be some repeat god. Sophomore slumps do happen. Um, and I think that Philip Lindsay is going to be one of the people that are going to experience that. Um, Royce Freeman, however, I think is going to grab the better end of the of the deal on it. Um, he is he's your pass catching guy. Royce Freeman loves to catch that ball. There's a new quarterback in Denver, and if you happen to recall, Royce Joe Freeman Flack loves and- catching the ball. Just listen, man. Okay, just listen. I okay. trying
0: to figure out where that came from, but okay.
1: Joe Flacco. It didn't show. It might not have shown. Oh, yeah, because I didn't see it. That's yeah, what I'm it might saying. not have shown. But Joe Flacco loves to dump that ball off. He loves to dump it off to his running backs. And I think with the new coach in town, Joe Flacco there, Royce knowing that he's going to get a little bit more eased in because of Philip Lindsay's injury that he had. I think that this could be a really good year for Royce Freeman to shine. I
0: and think I, that that maybe maybe Royce Freeman might get that hundred yard game. How about that? Not. I think it's so. You were you were not anywhere near the. Uh, he didn't have a single hundred yard season last year. I drafted him. He screwed me. I'll never draft him again. I, I will not him draft too. him this year. I will happily let him score twenty points against me, and I will still have a smile on my face. Hey, look, I drafted
1: him too. I get it. I understand the frustration. Um, was not the season we thought it was going to be. I mean, when you look back to what he did in college, though, it was just like, you know, you saw that, and you're like, okay, yeah, ready to go. Um, but, I mean, he did have – he had 14 receptions last year, 72 Let's hope he yards. he doesn't have to a sophomore them. slump. No. <laughs> <laughs> he had – he had he, he just gained the freshman 15. That's what we'll say what oh. happened with Royce. Oh. And Phillip okay, Phil okay, just okay, came okay. out of nowhere.
0: Oh, right, okay. But I think roles are going to be reversed this year. Don't sleep Ol's on Royce He's going to die. Rolls no, racing up the block. He's going to do the same thing he did last year, and I think Phillip Lindsey's going to do the same thing he did last year, and he's still going to be the guy. Yes, like you said, he likes to dump it off, but he's going to dump it off to the running back that's open. Philip Lindsay got all the looks for any possibilities, almost any possibilities for getting those dump-off passes because they used him for that. They're going to continue to do that and play off of last year and do the same thing with Philip Lindsay. the same thing. He was very, very, very good at it, very surprising. Okay, all right. So, a uh, couple more teams to
1: touch on before we wrap up. Uh, the Eagles, Jordan Howard, uh, Miles Sanders. That's the guy from from Penn State that I'm thinking of. So okay. that's that's the one Saquon's telling everybody. Don't look out. Well, Jordan Howard's there, and he's obviously going to be the number one guy. I'm sure they'll they'll try to find a little something for Sanders, but it's just with the Eagles, I don't I don't trust the Eagles running back. I just they. When's the last time you seen a good one? It's been a minute.
0: Spurts. The, it was always spurtful and like you like had to Darren play him at the Sprouls?
1: right time. Darren Sproles? No, no, it wasn't Sproles. Sproles was like the last one I can remember that no, was No, no, like there was
0: one more. There was a guy, uh, Jay Ajahi, you know, did very well there. Uh, uh, I'm just saying. I love he your very, sarcasm. He, no, I'm not. <laughs> Jerry Jay Ajahi did very well there. He did very well. Uh, he a, died whenever uh, he went to uh, uh, the Dolphins. Dude, Was he, it the Dolphins that he went to?
1: No, he went. He came from the Dolphins. He did well in the Dolphins, and he didn't do well. Oh, well, same thing. Yeah, same yeah. Difference. I trust me. It's easy to get confused. It's not because, that bad for for the Eagles yeah. to, to to have. They're going to have to have a running. It's easy back. to confuse running back issues with the with the Eagles, man. You just never know. But maybe Sanders can turn around for him. But uh, Jordan Howard, I mean, he's he's there. We'll see. We'll see how that plays out. I don't think it's going to be uh, anything spectacular. Um. Then we're going to talk about the 49ers like this situation for Tevin Coleman just because of the relationship with Kyle Shanahan. Uh, Jarek McKinnon is going to be in the back burner, and Matt Breida is probably going to be your second guy there. So go for Coleman. That if, if you want an answer to that question, McKinnon third, Breida second, Coleman first, that's how I'm ranking them out. Do you agree or disagree? No, no, I don't think Coleman's
0: going to be number one.
1: So you think McKinnon's going to be number one? Yeah, I think so. Oof.
0: I think Oof. Coleman would be the same type of thing that he was. He was with it? Kyle Shanahan a couple of years ago. Mm. It's the same player. It's the same offensive quarter. Same guy uh, calling the plays. There's a fight what are they gonna there. they going to do just just uh, just start running Coleman up the gut? Mm, no, I mean he's in PPR. He's a PPR guy. He's in standard too. He plays both of those sports. So uh, every everyone to start every running every him up the gut or something both. like He's going be, to become a feature back just because he's at the 49ers. Like. I think you're
1: going to see Brita. Breida earned his keep last season. He just showed that he can do what he has to do. I think it's going to be Breida, and I think it's going to be Coleman. I mean, that's that's where I'm at. So you think McKinnon and Brita, and you think Coleman's just going to be third guy? Are you think no Coleman, Coleman
0: too? Coleman too? Coleman and
1: McKinnon. Yeah. I just I, I don't I don't like to fuck with triple sets, but if I had to get one, I'm going to get Coleman off that uh, Buccaneers. So not sexy at all. Not a sexy one to talk about at all. Ronald Jones, Rojo, and Peyton Barber. Only beauty of this is that Bruce Arians knows what the hell to do with some running backs. So we saw what he did with with uh, David Johnson. Hopefully he can figure some shit out. That's all I gotta say about the Bucs running backs. Hopefully we can find some find some uh, find find some way to use these guys and get pay, get P old Peebo is Peyton Barber, Pebo and Rojo. Peebo and Rojo. That's I gonna be like they a,
0: didn't add anything. That sounds like a TV anything, show. Like they didn't try to improve their running back position a, a whole lot. Well, like I mean, they just drafted. They Rojo. must have a lot of a lot of a lot of a faith in Rojo. In Rojo, yeah. So I mean, he's twenty-three attempts for forty-four yards, yeah. seven receptions for thirty-three
1: yards. I actually bought into the hype of Rojo for uh, like a minute last year, and then I was uh, like, "What the fuck am I doing?" Uh, last team, which is probably the worst team in the league. Four running backs at this point is obviously the Bills. Well, don't really know what happened with Sean McCoy other than the uh, the charges, allegation issues he had that just kind of seemed to disappear last <laughs> season. Um, and uh, I, I don't really have any faith or confidence in that run game. I think the only running back that I like from that team is Josh Allen, and he happens to be a quarterback. You can see a
0: little bit of proven.
1: But uh, you got to see some sort of improvement. We, we, we One can only hope. Mills yeah. Mafia, you need everything you can. That's going to do it for us on the Running Back episode. Tune in next week. We're going to be kicking off the wide receiver episode. Hope you got some really good knowledge tonight. Uh, again, the show is brought to you by Rotoballer and Official Goat Gear. Get over to officialgoatgear.com today. Use promo code GARAGE for any order or for anything you want from the store. Some of the best t-shirts from all of the greats in all of the games. Football, basketball, baseball. Uh, they got it all. Go check it out now. OfficialGoatGear.com. Promo code GARAGE. Before we go, our Garage Jam tonight is going to be from Joy Time 3. And uh, we, we briefly told you about our new intro song in the beginning. But we actually watched a documentary before we uh, did the show. And it was uh, called Marshmallow More Than Music. Definitely recommend watching it. Jordan brought it up to me. Um, It just kind of goes through... We we love Marshmallow. Garage Guy's big Marshmallow podcast. Everybody knows it. And um, it goes through just kind of his life. And it goes through like the music and how it affects everybody from all around the world. Pretty incredible stuff. The song we're going to go out to tonight is called Rescue Me. And it's featuring one of my favorite bands from growing up, my adolescence, A Day to Remember. Uh, So... Again, you can follow us at Garage Guys Sports on social media. Follow me at Garage Guy Chase Jordan. Where can they follow you out this week?
0: What'd you call me? Jordan. Oh, okay. Jordan. No. You said <laughs> You said Garage Guy Chase Jordan. <laughs> oh, uh, <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Where can oh. they follow you at this week? Jordan? Oh man, follow me with the crickets again. Follow you with the crickets again? Yeah, I'm going to hang out with them again. All right, so
1: whenever this this goes off and we go into the music, just imagine that the crickets get sucked into a vacuum and Jordan goes with them. So you can follow him in with the crickets. I love it. All right, so Jordan's about to get sucked in the cricket vacuum. I'm going to go swim the pool cast. Again, happy fourth weekend. Enjoy it. Stay safe out there. We'll be back next week with a brand-new wide receiver episode, Sports Party Repeat.
3: Safe, but I've never come closer. Another year down, and another year older. A million fresh thoughts, What I needed was closure. Yeah, I lost who I was, but I found my composure. Yeah, when I found you.